Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome back to Spirit Scoop. I'm going to talk about my experience with Reiki. What is Reiki? When did I start learning Reiki? And what my experience with Reiki has been? And also like what got me to Reiki in the first place? So if you're here and you're like, what the heck is Reiki? Uh, I am going to go into a little bit of that also. Or if you are just wondering of like, what the process of learning Reiki looks like. If you're interested and you're like, maybe I wanted to, I want to learn Reiki also. Um, Yeah, I will share my experience of how it all went down for me. So with Reiki, let's just quickly just start with what is Reiki? So Reiki is, it's a Japanese energy healing technique. It's all about using gentle hand movements with the intention to guide and flow life force energy. So essentially, the practitioner will be connecting with life force energy through the palms of um, their hands. So the, the energy, we channel the energy from the life force and we use our bodies as a channel And we use gentle hand movements and we place our hands in specific positions and specific areas of the body. And the healing that we're channeling is coming through the palms of our our hands. But the coolest thing about Reiki is that Reiki actually works the same way as if 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 somebody was to come in, in person or if somebody was to book it like online or like via Zoom or even not even on camera, like you can send anybody in the world Reiki at this very moment. Like you don't need a photo. Um, a name does help. But yeah, just having that intention of who you're sending it to. We're all energy and Reiki is energy. We're working with energy. So we don't necessarily need to have the person like right in front of us to do Reiki. Some people prefer coming into person, but, and that's totally fine too. Every practitioner works a little bit differently. So some people like to put their hands on the body. So you're touching the client, but also some people just like to hover over the body with their hands. And depending, I do a little bit of both, just depending on the area of the body and just depending on I let spirit guide me. So some areas I feel drawn to put my hands on directly on the body. And then some areas that I'll I'll just hover over. So we don't necessarily need to be touching the person for Reiki to work. 
but we are tuning into universal energy. And Reiki promotes like natural healing, emotional healing, physical healing, calmness. Like it can help with pains in your body. If you're going through like post-surgery and just sending that area Reiki energy, which is just divine love, universal force energy, um, sending it to that area, just having it to possibly like recover just quicker. And, and even if you don't have any pains in your body and you're like, I feel perfectly fine, but maybe your energy levels have aren't very like energetic or you're feeling like maybe sluggish, tired more, maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you were just like traveling and you're like, wow, I just had the busiest trip ever. I just had the busiest summer ever. Or you're in school and you're like feeling like you just went through exams and you're just stressed to the max. Reiki is amazing for that. It Honestly, Reiki can help with every with everybody, even if you don't think that you need Reiki. Um, I say everybody needs Reiki. Like we're all walking around connecting with other people's energy on the daily, like whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's going to the grocery store, we are all connecting to all the energies around us. We take on a lot of energy without even knowing. And that's how we can feel off balanced because we might be feeling all these emotions that aren't even ours. And we just want to make sure that we are cleansing, clearing, and just getting back to our healthy self and balancing the energy as and all the chakras. So Reiki, we work very closely with the chakra system, which is the main energy centers in our body, which are, we start at the top. So we have the head, which is the crown. We have the third eye. We have the throat chakra. We have the heart. We have the solar plexus, which is above above your belly button. We have the sacral, which is below your belly button. And then we have the root chakra, which is at the base of your spine. Or some people say like the bottoms of your feet. It's, yeah, so it's helpful to know a little bit about chakras also when you are learning or you're curious about Reiki. Uh, learning about each chakra as their own will help you in your practice. But yeah, that's a little bit about what Reiki is. I've always heard like Reiki will call you. You'll start to hear it places. You might overhear people talking about Reiki and you you might just start seeing it like pop up on your phone or something. But I find that when when your soul like wants to learn Reiki or even just go for Reiki for sessions, like you're going to start to hear Reiki in the most weirdest places. (laughs) It was interesting. So for my experience, I've always been very spiritual. I love to meditate. I love to do, I used to do a lot of yoga. Then I love just talking to spirit and, and all of that. So I've always been very spiritual in that sense. At the time, my partner, he was going through some health issues um, after taking some medications and he didn't have really he didn't have good side effects and do- the doctors couldn't figure out anything so at this point we don't know what to do and his friend suggested um he mentioned reiki once and i think that he ended up taking like a level 1 and level 2 reiki course 
So it kind of got brought up in conversation and I overheard them talking about it and, and that was it. And I, and I said to my partner, oh yeah, that sounds really awesome. Like you should get the lady's number for the Reiki. Cause I was like automatically interested. I don't know why, like, I didn't know what it was, but I was like, yeah, like we should try it. Uh, I guess I've been always open-minded, but it's like funny how it's funny how when you're attracted to something already, it's like, you don't really ask questions we're just like, I just feel drawn to like, let's do it. Let's try it. Get that lady's number. Like it felt like my soul or my guides were like pushing me towards that. So we got the number and this was like during COVID times too. So I looked at the lady, I Googled her and she was only doing sessions over Zoom. Her wait list for in-person because she was only taking so many people during COVID it was like a couple months and my partner needed help now. But like, even at this point, I was like, well, I want to go in person. I felt like, you know, I know they say that they can do it on Zoom, but like, I don't know if I believe it works the same way. I I, I was even thinking like, it works better in person. I'm sure it works better in person. So I was like, well, I don't know. It's two months from now. And it's like, so I just kept looking, we kept looking. It's interesting because my partner's a little bit open, (laughs) a little bit open. He's open to trying new things, especially when there's no other medications or doctors that are are helping him. I guess at that point when it's really, really bad, like it flares up his health issues, then he's in that moment of like, I'll try anything. But when when he starts to feel a little bit better, he's like, no, I don't need Reiki. So it was kind of like, okay, we had it in the back of our minds and say he was feeling better for like a few days or a week and we just kind of forgot about Reiki and then his health would get bad again and he'd be like okay like I want to try it it was always so hard to find somebody last minute though right so this one day is one one day his breathing his he could barely breathe and this was what would be coming up for him it was it was so bad he couldn't drive he couldn't talk it was like he was literally looked like he just could not breathe and his heart was just like pounding. And at this point, we've gone to so many emergencies when this has happened and we just end up waiting eight to 12 hours and nothing comes back wrong. So at this point, we're like, okay, we're not going to go to the doctor. They're not helping. Like we've been through this so many times, like we have to find another way. So at that day, it flared up and it was really, really, really horrible. I was like Googling, like, okay, we're going to, I told him like, we're going to Reiki, like almost like telling him like, we are going to do Reiki. Like you can't go back and forth and say you want to do it, but then you're like, no, I don't need it. You know how guys can be. (laughs) So I booked him a session and I, and he was like, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. I was like, we are going. I said, I paid for it. I even asked the lady too, for some reason, like, I felt like I wanted to, before I felt like I didn't want a session. I didn't want, I didn't need a session, but I felt like I wanted to learn it without even knowing what it was. I didn't feel called to, because I guess I didn't know what it was. So I didn't think like that I needed it because I didn't have any pains. I didn't have any health issues. And so I just figured like, I don't need it, but I want to learn it. But I didn't want to pay and invest money 
into learning it before I tried, didn't try it out for myself. So my plan was to book a back-to-back appointment. So um, my fiance would get the first appointment. And then she said that she could do Reiki on me after. I was like, okay, perfect. Thinking like, I just want to test it out, see how it is. Cause then I'll want to learn it. So we end up at the Reiki place and at this point we're all in masks. We're wearing masks still. And even the masks are making it so much harder for my partner to breathe at this time. And, you know, she asked us like, what brings us in today? And I I explained it and she's like, okay. So she takes my fiance into the room for about like an hour session. And I just waited in the, in the lobby. An hour goes by and I'm just like, okay, thinking like, okay, I'm going to be next. My partner comes out of the room and just is completely smiling, like the biggest smile. He wasn't having any issues breathing. Like I, we would call them breathing ticks where it was, it would just like tick, 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 like a clock. And every time it ticked, it was like, he has to take a deep breath. And it's, I felt like his lungs were closing and just the most uncomfortable feeling, right? He came out without his mask on at all. Like she, because his breathing was so bad, you know, he came out with his mask off and she allowed him to take the mask off because it was only making it worse. But the fact that he came out, there was not one breathing tick. I've never seen this man so zened out in his life. Like he reminded me just of like a Buddha. Like he was so zened out. He was smiling. His voice was changing and he was so, so calm. And I looked at him like, wow. Like I've never, ever, ever seen him like this calm in his whole entire life. He's usually has a lot of energy. He's usually very like, uh, very fun. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. Like hard to sit down, hard to stay still. And she even asked me like, okay, do you want to do your session another day? Because she didn't want him to go from that experience and to sit out in the lobby for an hour in these harsh, like bright light lights of a room. Like she really wanted me to just drive him home and have him like relax. It really helped in that moment where he had nothing else to to fix it. Reiki came in. He was and helped him with that, which was amazing. And I was like, holy crap, like this works, which got me interested. And so I went for my first session and it was interesting because I could feel the energy moving around my body. Like for when she's doing Reiki, she wasn't putting her hands on my body, but it felt like there was like a a fan like on, but there wasn't a fan on. So every time she would work on my body, I just felt like the move she was moving around the air and I could feel the energy moving around myself. So that was really cool. But I, I think I just wanted to feel it to see like what it was. So after that, I signed up for level one with Zenden. So this was May 2020. I was looking, I love Zenden. It's like a meditation center in Vancouver. They do like sound baths all the time and I still go to them. So I did them. I, I they did um I did holy fire. So there's a few different types of, of Reiki energy. 
So I did Holy Fire, which is, I think it's more of like one of the the newer Reiki types. So I did that in May 2020. And that was like a one day course for about six hours. And we did, I think it was two attunements that we did. So what we did was we learned the history of Reiki. We went over Reiki principles, the Reiki power symbol. So the for the first level of Reiki, it's all about learning how to do Reiki on yourself first for self-healing. Uh, they did say that we can do it on like our friends or family also, but they it wasn't recommended that we practice on people uh, the outside of our household um, just until like level two. So Reiki level one, <clears throat> we did two attunements. And so they gave us these like eyeglasses to wear and it felt like these big like goggles. And then we wore some like headphones too. So she played this like type of music, but she, as we were lying down, she would attune us to Reiki level one attunements. And for me, um, my first attunement was wild. Like she says that everyone can have like a totally different experience. You might see spirits, you might see like symbols, you might get messages, like you just never know. You might see lights, um, you might feel like energy all around your body. Like she's like, any anything can happen pretty much. But for myself, what was happening was when I'm in a meditative state, this has been happening for a really long time. When I'm in a meditative state, I start to see like purple lights. <clears throat> and it's like, it'll start as like a dot. And then the dot will just get big, like it's like almost like a firework, but it doesn't go like huge like a firework. It's just like a little dot and it gets bigger and then it just goes away. And then another one would come for this time. It was like next level. Like imagine you're looking at like a black screen. Originally, like my the little dots didn't get that big when they expanded and then they would disappear. For when I was tuning in, I was getting attuned imagine looking at a black screen because your eyes are closed the whole screen was purple so the little dot would expand and it would take up the whole screen if i'm if i'm just explaining it to you as like a black screen and then it would go away and then it would expand and it was like the craziest like hugest light show i've ever seen in my mind and i've never had it that wild so that was really cool um i really felt like because what they're doing for the attunements is they are raising your vibration they are like taking our souls and throwing it up into the divine and raising our energy whoo whoosh way up there so i was like it was nuts i could definitely feel it and see it and then on our last attunement the same thing it was a lot of purple lights I didn't see anything. I didn't. I wasn't getting anything other than lights. And then two minutes before it was finished, I. It's funny because okay, so I was more focused on the on the lights, right? But imagine that you are sitting at a beach, and the fire, and you're watching fireworks. The fireworks, you're watching them at a distance. They're like over by the water, and they're up in the sky. So um, the whole time I was looking at these these lights, 
at a distance. They were right in front of me, but I felt like my view was at a distance because that last a few seconds, like a few minutes before we ended, imagine that beach scenario, like you're looking at the fireworks, but you don't notice there's like a dog right at your feet because you're not looking that close. Your awareness is like behind the dog into the the sky. So when my, my awareness shifted from the fireworks to what was right in front of me, say the dog in the beach example, what was in front of me, the dog, it was actually Buddha. Buddha was, I seen, like, I saw, like, I felt like I was in a cave. And you know, when you see like, um, like the rocks in the cave, and it was like a cave wall with like, made out of rocks or which, whichever. And it has like things that are like images that are carved into, into it. And all I saw was carved in was a bunch of Buddhas. And there'd be like another Buddha and another Buddha. But these Buddhas were like looking at me. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I almost missed the Buddhas because I was so focused on what was behind the Buddhas. I didn't realize what was right in front of me. So I was so thankful to have that experience because she even said that you might see Buddha come through. That was so wild. And I also saw like other carvings on on the walls, on the stones, So that was like so crazy that I was able to, Buddha came to me during those attunements for Reiki. Like that was so magical. And I didn't even journal about it because I'm like, I can't forget that. So that was wild. Um, But the only thing with that was I didn't feel super connected to the, um, the teacher that I was working with. I don't know. I just, I felt like I wanted to learn Reiki so bad. I just kind of, and I know I I was familiar with that place, but I didn't feel like super connected to the teacher. And I just felt like for my level two, I don't know, I I was kind of doubting myself and I was like, okay, maybe I should do some more research and look around at different places and different teachers. And I just wanted to feel more of a connection with with somebody. And I think that we can all just feel like when we have that connection, you're like, this is my teacher. I know it. Nothing's wrong with this teacher at all. Like um, she was great and the class was amazing, but you, it's almost like you, I don't know. I, you just know when someone's meant for you and someone's not meant for you. And I got so much out of the class and I still go um, to, I still go now, but I guess I was looking for, I knew, I knew what I was wanting and I, when I wasn't feeling it. So I did some research and that was in May, 2020. I ended up finding medium in the middle. She, um, I was really drawn to her, her energy. Like I watched one of her classes and I really just like the way that she speaks and she explains, explains things and she, the way she teaches like, it's very easy to understand. I was like, yes, this is who I want to learn from. So it was about a year and a half later, September 18th, 2021, I took level one with medium in the middle. And that was a two day course. So I think it was like six hours on a Saturday and six hours on a Sunday. But uh, I wasn't able to just take level two with her because I originally I did holy fire Reiki level one before the one I was doing with her. It was Yusui. 
So it's a little bit different, same idea, a lot of the same concepts, but just a little bit different teachings. So I took, ended up taking level one again. So my experience wasn't as crazy and wild as my first experience because I think because I was already attuned to Reiki, I think from going not attuned to being attuned to Reiki, it's like, wow, like everything is so like, is so wild. But yeah, I guess this, this would be my second time being attuned to level one. So I didn't notice too much of a crazy shift or anything, but I'm just happy that I found my teacher because I just love the way she organizes her classes and her courses. And it was on Zoom. So because she's in Banff, Alberta. So it was over Zoom. And then so that was September. And then I signed up for her level two Reiki January 2022. And um, so that was also the same thing. It was like a Saturday and a Sunday, six hours on each day. So level two, we did get attuned again. So every every level you get another attunement. And the attunement is raising our vibration even higher. People typically feel more sensitive to energy after every level or every new attunement that you get. It's like your soul is up-leveling into the, the ethers. After each level, you feel like you have a different experience than the first level. And even just like on your everyday life, like after being attuned to Reiki, after working with energy all the time and connecting with spirit and energy and other people's energies, like overall, like my energy is so, is a lot more sensitive than it used to be. Um, Going to like concerts and everything hasn't really been the same. Um, Yeah, it just, I, I just am more sensitive to people around me and large crowds and all that. You just have to get a little bit better with shielding your energy, protecting your energy, clearing your energy, because the more sensitive we are, we are picking up on more things, people and everything around us that we got to make sure we clear that out at the end of the day, or even just shielding our energy before we go to a big crowded space. I don't know why my my throat chakra is going crazy right now. Okay, so level two was... We were learning about how to do Reiki on other people. So like we can start practicing on people that are outside of our household and, you know, having sessions eventually. But, you know, we had to do practicing for so many hours. Um, So first we would be told we weren't able to charge any money because we were still practicing on people. Um, But what we had to do is more of an energy exchange, whether it was like, you know, somebody would come over and bring you cookies or flowers and you'd give them Reiki or they'd bring you a coffee or they would exchange something, but it had to, or a nice review. There just had to be some type of energy exchange. So the practitioner wouldn't feel drained. Like your energy will feel drained if the energy exchange isn't even. The wildest story was for my level two, there was a point where we learned the new symbols and we learned what we needed to learn. And then our teacher would put us in breakout rooms and we'd be partnered up with somebody else. And we would have to send them Reiki through the computer. So just like a typical Zoom session. And then we would take turns. 
Um, and at this point, the teacher is like, this is always my favorite part is like having everybody coming back um, after this and saying, oh my gosh, it really worked. Because we're like, is this going to work? Like, what? Like, this sounds like, do we know what we're doing? So we would take turns. So we had to learn how to like connect with them. We had to learn how to do the symbols and we had to send the Reiki. And then we had to disconnect with the other person's energy. I guess I was like trying to remember all these steps. And at the end, I didn't disconnect from the person's energy. I think I forgot how to do it. And I was just like, oh, I I think I'm disconnected. And then it just kind of ended like that. And then and then she did it on me and it was all fine. And then we were going to meet the class. That was a Saturday. So the next day, Sunday, we were going to meet again. So we turned off computers and we said, okay, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And then um, later that night, I was just chilling, watching a movie, sitting on the couch. My fiance was like cooking dinner and um, yeah, I was just chilling on the couch. Out of nowhere, my left ankle starts throbbing pain. Literally, I was like screaming like, ow, ow, ow. Like, what the heck? Out of nowhere. I was like looking at my partner. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I have all this pain in my ankle. Ow, like why? It's like stabbing pains. And it was like really bothered me for a good like 10 minutes. A long, kind of a long time for like some random pain to kind of step in. And then the next day on Sunday, our teacher's like, how's everybody feeling after their attunements? How was everybody's sleep? Did anybody have any wild dreams? And I think I shared a little bit about my dreams. And then I also told her that I had some, I had told her about the experience with my ankle. I was like, I wasn't doing anything active. I was watching a movie. I didn't even do anything active earlier that day. And I was explaining, like, I don't know what was going on. The next thing I know, the teacher didn't know what to say. She, The teacher didn't say much. She wasn't really sure. But the next thing I know, I see my partner from the day before. She kind of she puts her hand up. And my teacher's like, oh, yeah, like, how did you feel? And she just said, well, I just thought I had to mention because I was partnered with Michelle yesterday. And then late last night, I was carrying a bunch of groceries and I tripped and I busted my ankle, twisted my ankle, and I had to put ice on it last night. Um, But me and Michelle were working together. And my mind just, my jaw just like dropped and I go, whoa. And my teacher was like, oh, like, that's crazy. Like that can happen if you guys aren't disconnecting properly because I was tuned into her energy. And when she, she heard herself, I felt it because I wasn't disconnected. Such a great learning lesson. (laughs) Like, but it also was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't, like, I guess, I guess that was my validation. Like, it's working. The Reiki's working, but like, I don't want to take on other, I don't want to be connected to other people. I have to really make sure I'm disconnecting like times 200 because that can't be healthy. (laughs) And then after the class ended, I texted the girl or emailed her or whichever. And I was like, what time did you bust your ankle? I need to figure out what time, because I remember what time I was sitting on the couch after my dinner the times lined up perfectly. And I was like, wow, I just, 
I knew it was connected to you, but I just like, it was, that was so crazy at the same time. Like what? That was a learning lesson and it still blows my mind to this day. It still blows my mind to this day, but yeah, it's super important to disconnect people. That's just an example too of not only can that happen to somebody because of Reiki, that can happen to us, maybe not to the extreme, but that can happen in a way where if you hung out with your friend all day and, you know, say if she's really upset, you're going to go home and you're most likely going to feel those upset motions, sadness, heaviness. Like you're going to feel, you're going to absorb the people around you's emotions without trying to. Like you don't, we don't realize that we got to clear our energy at the end of the day because you don't know how long that those emotions will stay with you. They could stay with you for like a week or a month. And you're just like, you end up in a, in a situation where you're like, I don't feel motivated to go to the gym. I don't want to eat healthy. And you're like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. If that ever happens, clear your energy, clear your energy. And it's not saying like, it's not a bad thing. It's one of those things that we need to do on the daily. Yeah. It's, we're not trying to blame anybody like, oh, I can't hang out with you because I don't want to feel your emotions. No, 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 no. Like we're all human. We have so many emotions on the daily, but we just want to make sure that we are doing our best not to absorb emotions or energies that we don't want to take on ourselves. So I think too, like if you're wondering like, well, how do I do that? Is shielding, learning how to shield your energy. Imagining that you are in a bubble. You can call Archangel Michael. I like to call Archangel Michael and just thank thank him for putting me in a blue bubble. Like, and nobody can go in, nobody else's energy can come into my bubble. And you can do this when you're going into a crowded area, concert, festival, anything Maybe if you know if you're going into a situation that might might be heavy, you can also shield your energy before you go into that conversation or see that person. Clearing on the daily is very important. So I definitely learned my lesson um, with this example. So I finished my level two January 2022. So at the very beginning of the year. And then at the end of 2022, December, uh, that's when I did my master's. So that's like your level three Reiki. And with my master's, that was over Zoom also, just because of my teacher. She is in Georgia. So I did my master's with Nikki Lawrence. Um, She's the, the owner of Monarch Healing Center. Um, she's actually on the podcast not too long ago. So I did my master's with her. It was interesting. That one was really unique because it felt like as we were working together, like she also channels as we're working together. And she has a lot of healing modalities that she she works with. She does Lightarian. She does Healing Touch. She does Yusui Rike, Riki. She does, um, she's a shamanic practitioner. So she kind of combined a lot of information into one. I found that very fascinating that not only did she teach me my master's for Reiki, but I also she was also guided by her spirit team to teach me other things that normally you wouldn't learn um, in your Reiki. So because it's not Reiki, <laughs> it's like, it's the way she works is she's got so much knowledge and modalities that 
she brings them in together and they all complement one another very well. Because I didn't just learn Reiki. I also learned some shamanic practitioner things. I also, I learned a little bit of healing touch, um, but she kind of just, whenever she felt called to teach me something, um, we kind of worked with spirit that way. So I felt like I got a lot out of the level three with Nikki. I felt like I got a lot out of this session for my master's and it's nice to be able to uh, use a few different like techniques, buff up my Reiki sessions. But it also is a little bit confusing. It's mostly Reiki. So when I do energy healing, it's mostly Reiki. But there are some things that I, I just do because I that's how I learned. And I work with spirit too. So I let spirit guide me during a session. So if they want me to do some shamanic stuff, you might not even be aware of what's going on, obviously. Because when I'm doing Reiki, you're lying down, your eyes are closed. But behind the scenes, um, there are other things that I'm pulling into the session and I am working that way. But yeah, so so when I say like it's a Reiki session, my sessions are not only Reiki. So I, that's why pe- a lot of people are telling me like that's I never had a Reiki session like that before. But I definitely am going to dive in more with learning about more of like healing touch and Lightarian Reiki. Lightarian Reiki is like next level Reiki. It's like, um, so they're just throwing you higher and higher into the, into the, the divine, into the ethers. Um, and you're just, your, your vibration is continuing to get higher and higher and higher and higher. Lightarian Reiki is actually going to be, be next on my list. And, and then after that, we're going to be working, learning some shamanic techniques too. So I feel like there's definitely always a lot to learn I always feel like I want to continue to grow and expand and evolve and bring my clients and bring to my sessions more knowledge and more experience and just have more tools in my toolbox. So I'm really excited about what's to come with this. And I know I'm on the right path. I know that my soul contract, I have memories of this, of my purpose here as much as I love mediumship and as as much as I love mentoring and as much as I love doing my sound bowls healings it's nice to I guess like in the end of the day all of them complement one another and it's if you're working for spirit you're going to be called to work with different things for different people and you're going to be called to grab a sound bowl maybe halfway through my session and and just letting spirit guide us and use us as a channel to bring the client what they need in that moment because sometimes we don't they don't know what they need in the moment but spirit knows what we need in the moment so it's that's my favorite way to work with spirit is just to let them completely take over and work through me oh as I look at my phone I see angel numbers yeah so I guess the next step for me now is just I'm going to be diving into Lightarian Reiki soon it all started back to my my fiance of his health conditions. And this is how I got into Reiki. And, you know, too, like one of the main reasons also that I got into it at the very beginning, I felt like he could go for a Reiki session and feel better, but then he might need it again. And it's like, I just felt like I needed to learn, like not necessarily, like I said, like I need to go for a session. I felt like I needed to teach it. I need to learn it. That way I can help him 
anytime he needs Reiki and be able to bring ease and help him release what he needs to release. So it really was like, it was almost like all about helping him getting through his health conditions. And then me realizing that, wow, like this stuff really works. I want to help more people and bring more healing and heal myself too. I can do self Reiki and I I do Reiki on my dog too, when he's super stressed out and he's anxious. So it's like, and you can also Reiki like rooms, you can Reiki spaces, you can Reiki items, you can send Reiki to my family members that are sick in the hospital. Like, I feel like I can constantly, I use Reiki so much, like almost on the daily, definitely the weekly, but it's just something that it's nice to have in my toolbox or my back pocket. And also you can send Reiki to future events too. So um, if somebody is pregnant and they're coming for Reiki, it's interesting because you would Reiki the, you, you would Reiki the woman, but you have to be intentional that you're Reikiing her and not the baby in the belly because usually spirit, the baby loves, they love Reiki energy. So you have to be intentional about like, okay, you're sending it to the mother. And then at the end, you can send like 10 minutes to the baby because the babies don't need that much Reiki. Um, And then, but you can send Reiki to future events, like the future labor. um, When the baby is being born, you can send, be intentional and send Reiki that way. You can also send Reiki to like weddings. If somebody is like, oh, I'm, I'm nervous that there's going to be so many people and they just think that the day is going to be very stressful. Like you can send Reiki to a future event because, you know, time here doesn't exist um, on the spiritual level. But um, for us, we think it does, but it doesn't. And you can send Reiki to surgeries. If you know you're going to have surgery in the next month, like you can send it to that. And um yeah, that's that was fascinating. I was like, how does that work? <laughs> I needed to double double check that one with my teacher um just to make sure I understand how to do that, but yeah, it's amazing. It's it's fascinating. So that's a little bit about Reiki and what it is, how I got into it, my whole story behind Reiki. And um if you have any Reiki questions, feel free to ask me on Instagram. But if you want to try a session of Reiki with me and you're like, this sounds kind of cool, everybody can benefit from Reiki. If you feel called to try something new, feel a little bit like, okay, I guess now I know it's I know it's summertime right now. If you're feeling like a little bit overwhelmed, busy, going away seeing a lot of friends, seeing a lot of families. Like if you're feeling just like overall a sense of busyness, that's a great time to come for Reiki and just kind of clear off all the energies that you picked up, rebalance yourself. That way you can show up stronger and more confident and more clear and more balanced and have a clearer mind and help with your sleep schedule. (laughs) I could go on. (laughs) Reiki is awesome. I would love to see you in a potential next Reiki session. All my offerings are on my website, soulconnectionswithmichelle.com. My Instagram is also soul, soul Connections with Michelle. And have a wonderful summer. I can't believe it's already halfway through July.
my mentorships have filled up for July. So I think I might be offering another round of mentorships around definitely in the fall, whether it's going to be mid-September or beginning of between September and October, I'm going to do another round. I will open up a couple more spots. I don't have too much of availability to offer too many spots for mentees. Um, but if you are wanting to learn and dive into how you can connect with spirit, how can you connect with your loved ones? How can you develop more of a relationship with your spirit guides? Uh, whether it's you want to learn how to, you want to learn more about angels, you want to learn about tuning into your intuition. It's totally customized for you, whatever you want to learn. But yeah, just stay posted. I will keep you guys up to date. If you haven't already, you can join the newsletter. I'll probably start up again um, September or October because I just, I love teaching and I love, I love teaching one-on-one. Um, I think spirit has been has been guiding me to do a potential group class, uh, but I don't know what that looks like yet. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, But I do see that in the future, but I will let my guides bring bring me more clarity on what that looks like. But for now, I love the one-on-ones and I love connecting with you guys. And you guys just keep telling me, like I'm voting for one-on-ones. So one-on-one containers, I feel like that's what you guys are asking for. So that's what I've been doing. And I really like them also. But in case you guys, if there is somebody that prefers to do group work, um, that is a possibility coming up in the future. So just keep an eye out for that. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.